ball Famous, so, so famous, number one, this I revolve Out of what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the edge Hey bitches, this is the Mind Body Bitches podcast The podcast where we tackle everything from mental health to fitness, relationships, dramas, llamas and everything in between We are your podcast hosts, Carly and M, And welcome to episode 19 It's the Valentine special We're going to be chatting about love, self-love, sex, female pleasure And our lack of sex education in school when it comes down to what really matters if you know what I am talking about ladies. So whether you're celebrating Valentine's, Galentine's, Palentine's, we hope you have a good one and let's get into it. It's the mind, but it bitches. When I hear him come my fuse and then bum Let us see you later, I'm about to blow this up You can sing or sing if you want, I know you want it It's always kinda funny, yeah, cause she on love I'm a superstar in the sky to leave you on Haters gonna hate, it's a proof of how they love They can bring me down, nah, nah, nah They are jealous, I'm here in my umbrella Yeah, they love me so Hello, my distant friend Hello. It's been a while. It's been a whole two weeks. I've missed you. I know. I've missed you. It feels like it's been longer than two weeks now that we're actually back on a call. It does. But yeah, guys, apologies for our two week break. Um, Em's Wi Fi was having an absolute meltdown. So yeah, we're gonna hope. I'm as we're as I'm sat here. I'm sat looking out on like a blizzard of snow, praying praying that the wi-fi and the power are gonna oh keep, yeah it's like love, lovely snowfall but you're like please don't fuck this up please don't from like 7 a.m this morning i was like oh okay yeah. <laughs> i love the snow we've got like but... a trickle of snow like it's it's not sticking or anything you know when you can just see these little white floaty things in the air like it, there's no force yeah. behind it they're just like floating yeah. around that's all we've got at the moment yeah i don't think i will settle but it looks pretty at the moment mm, so fantastic. i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it but yeah i mean we're gonna say sorry for having two weeks off but also i'm not that sorry because no. we needed a bit of a mental health break we needed to just you know wi-fi wasn't in our favor mm-hmm. so i think it was a good thing we've come back we're coming back with a bang guys yeah valentine's special valentine's yeah. special Woohoo! Valentine's, Galentine's, Palentine's, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Yeah, wherever you are. What have you been doing in the two weeks that we have not been doing the podcast? Um, Anything to tell us? Just same old, same old. I'm not going to lie to you. Just, yeah. You know, working out, teaching people how to work out. Um, literally, yeah. like, I feel like I've been busy. But I've also not, like, I mean, I started my new job. Have I told you about this? Oh, no, you haven't. Exciting. So exciting. So basically two days a week, I work for my best friend's, like, candle company. So she makes, Thank like, you. she makes candles, wax melts, um, like, soaps, all that stuff. She listens to the podcast as well. So, like, hi, she's called Emily as well. Um, hey, babe. <laughs> hey, so babe. Basically, she is literally, like, girl boss goals like when she started that company a few years ago she was literally doing it in like her spare room like making these candles and everything and she's gone from strength Mm -hmm. to strength to strength she had a shop now she's closed the shop down because she opened this like unit and it's really big and it's kind of like a mini factory she manufactures them all herself like with her workers and yeah so basically I've been on label duty last week it's a very um very important job (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I basically sit there from like eight till four just labeling wax melts and so, to be honest you're, he- you're head of branding oh, yeah, I'm head of branding, head of branding. <laughs> there you go jokes um but no I actually find it really therapeutic like I haven't done a job where I can just kind of switch off for a bit do you know mm. what I mean I like constantly have to think with my other jobs and with this yeah. I literally just put podcasts on or music and I just like label away and I'm like it's quite it's quite therapeutic this so yeah, nice. enjoying it. So I started that and yeah, I've just been doing bits and bobs. What about you? What's been going on? Well, I find it, I feel the same. I feel like I've been really busy, but actually not that much going on. Mm-hmm. I have, oh, I've got my a, a new favorite dance class that I do oh, and yeah. I'm doing that nearly every day. I'm Ooh, loving it. Do tell. Everybody that listens to the podcast knows I'm not a cardio gal, <laughs> but like a half hour dance workout. And I feel great. It's, uh, well, some days I do Zumba, like a Samba Zumba, takes me back to our 
dancing days. Oh, fabulous. But I've been doing fit steps, which I kind of turned my nose up at to begin with because I was a bit like, oh, fit steps, is that not like old women in a, <laughs> in a town hall? But it's actually, the, it's, a good, it's one of the dancers from Strictly. Mm. So actually, it's quite fun. It is quite fun. Oh, fantastic. So, <laughs> I've been doing that and I have inadvertently, without really trying in the past couple of weeks, got so much fitter oh, yeah. than I've probably been in like the past two or three years. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very good. Mm. Um, all of those endorphins. And the other thing, yeah, all the endorphins. I do it first thing in the morning. I feel so good for the rest oh, yeah. of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, which I haven't really told anyone yet. I mean, you know, I haven't said it publicly because I haven't been wanting to jinx it. Ooh. But we are moving house, hopefully. We're hoping Ooh. it's going to go through. So I've been doing a lot of that. We've been to the house twice this week to measure things up. Wow. And yeah, I don't want to jinx it. Little Mind Body Bitches uh, special special announcement there. <laughs> not going to tell anyone. Not going to tell anyone else in case something falls through. Yeah. But, yeah, but the bitches can know. The bitches can know. The bitches can know. Yeah. The little crew can know. So yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks for us, really. Well, congratulations so, yeah. to you oh, and thanks. your little fam. <laughs> Very exciting. She has shown Let's me pictures, hope. guys, and it's cute as fuck. Like it's cute. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. But it's cute. Oh my god, I'm cute. so excited for you. Well, fingers crossed, everything goes through, and you know, yeah. Yeah. Let's hope. Everything Let's crossed hope. for you. Yeah. So, how did you feel? Because last time we spoke, it was January. Oh god, it's how February. did you feel when 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 February finally finally arrived? Didn't it feel like January was that three years long? Honestly, I just, I mean, I just don't know. Like, I just don't know. where. What did you just say? Did you say, like, you felt January was long? Yeah. Really? I think it's gone super quick. Like, I felt like it was New Year last week. What What world are you living like, in? Honestly, I, I don't think it's dragged at all. I think it's flying. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I just feel like the years at the moment are escaping. But then also I feel, I feel you're on the lock. I think it's because I'm just used to lockdown. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just so used to it now that I'm just like it doesn't feel like it's dragging I'm not literally like oh when am I going to go back to work I mean I am but I'm also like I mean I'm not I've not got my hopes up to be like oh I'm going back to work next month or anything like that I'm literally just taking every day as it comes and I'm just like is what it is but I think I always like wish away January and February a little bit because my birthday's in March so I'm always like just let's just get these two months out of the way and then you know (laughs) get to the important shit yeah Your birthday's super soon. Your birthday's in like four weeks, right? Or less. Oh, God, yeah, I know it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How exciting. It's the 15th, guys. As well. Oh, my goodness. The 15th of March, guys. <laughs> just just so you know. Just so you're all aware. Just in case anyone wants to send any presents. Yeah, send them. <laughs> love it. Love it. Jokes. Love jokes. it, love it. But yeah. So you literally have, we have Valentine's, Galentine's, Palentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Four weeks, then it's birthday. Great, love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Valentine's, seeing as it is the Valentine's Day special, guys. It's going to be, this is out on Friday and it's Valentine's Day on Sunday, I think. Is it? I haven't even looked. I think, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't how much I, I, don't I care really. about it this year. What, yeah, so we're, going to say, I feel like we are on the same page, on the same spectrum of not really giving a, giving a flying fuck about Valentine's <laughs> Day. Am I correct? Uh, this year, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to yeah. you not gonna lie to you how do you feel about it how have you like always felt about it and how do you like feel about it now I think when I was younger it held a lot of weight and I was a bit like in my late teens early 20s I was like oh I really wish I would get like roses and chocolates and all the bougie stuff that everyone always gets yeah and I think as I've got older I'm just less bothered each year and this year because of we're trying to move house and all of that we've just been like can we just not do anything it just seems silly to spend money for a day where it's it's a made-up holiday really is it you know yeah I think I do understand that people like it and it is a day to show the people that you love that you love them yeah but for me especially in the past like five or six years I'm just not bothered I'm not bothered at all it's just another day like how do you feel about it for me I feel like it is one of that like I've only think had a boyfriend for a few of them like I don't yeah been single for a lot of Valentine's days so I feel like 
I don't know. It's one of them where like I've really got on board with it sometimes when I've like had a partner and stuff and I've kind of been like, oh, we're, um, you know, it's just a really nice thing. It's an excuse for a date night, an excuse to buy each other mm-hmm. presents. Yeah. And, you know, you can really get into the spirit and make it really super cute and like candles and all this kind of shit. Uh, last year, it fucked up massively. Like I um, basically we'd planned a little night in for Valentine's Day um, and uh, like Tom had ordered food, all of that stuff, lit loads of candles and whatever. And I was like coming back from the hairdressers um, and a girl didn't show up for a gig that I'd booked. Like she just didn't turn up and it was in like Bristol. So it's not like I could even and I didn't, I don't have that many performers in Bristol. Like I'm mainly a Manchester based company and stuff. And I was like, fuck. Um, so I had to deal with all of that while I was supposed to be having this really nice, like romantic dinner. And I was literally like, I'm so sorry. I, Cause you know, it was just one of them where it's like, I can't ignore so the situation. Stressful. I can't mm. turn my phone off. I've got to resolve it and sort it. But like, yeah. So it, I kind of, I kind of like, I didn't fuck it up. The girl fucked it up. <laughs> not gonna lie she had no excuse for not being there she's a wanker whoever <laughs> you are you're but like, yeah no she was literally like decorating a room or something and it just decided not to turn up it wasn't like like I was concerned I was like are you okay has something happened are you all right no she's just a balloon but like basically um so yeah she kind of ruined my date night so like this year you know I I kind of well Tom was kind of like you owe me a date night you owe me like a valentine's night or whatever but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to discuss in detail on the podcast because it's very personal and there's another person involved, but my relationship is not good right now. So I'm on the opposite end where I'm kind of like, Valentine's Day is just like a bit of a harsh reminder for me that everyone everyone that's loved up right now is going to like be posting all over social media, like what they got from their boyfriends, how much they love them, all of this shit, boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever you're with and for me I just know I'm gonna find it hard so I'm probably not going to go on Instagram for the entirety of the day and everything like that I don't know by the time Valentine's comes around maybe shit will be better but for me it's just a bit like so if you're going through the same thing as me right now or you're just not into Valentine's Day if it's a bit of a trigger for you like I'm with you (laughs) like yeah I am with you so yeah and that's the thing you can do like we joke about it and be like galentines and valentines mm-hmm. but it's a bit different this year because we are going to still be in a lockdown and yeah. it's not, you can go out with your girls but you can make it a special day if mm-hmm. you want to but you can also just ignore it like you, yeah you know it's like with all these days that come up like I know people some people find valentine's day hard if they're single or like you say you're in a situation where you're not sure what you're what's happening with your relationship mm-hmm. or you know, some people find Mother's Day and Father's Day hard if they haven't got their parents around. And yeah. You know, it's just making the choice that either you're going to celebrate it in a way that makes it feel good for you or you're just going to ignore it. At the end of the day, it's just another day. Exactly. Um, yeah. You yeah. can decide how you want to spend it, whether it's with a partner, a friend, you know, family, and you just want to show people that you love them. Because I do love that about Valentine's Day. Like, it is an excuse to show people that you love them. But literally, if you just yeah. want to ignore it, do. Like, you're not a bad person or you're not a cynical or yeah. anything like that. It's just you're choosing not to take part in a holiday that was essentially made up for the card-making companies. Do you know what I mean? Well, well there you go. There yeah. you go. And if you want to just have a day, we just love you. Oh, because yes. I feel like this is just... Oh, so self-love day. To today. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Give back to yourself. Treat yourself. Oh, my God. I'm going to do that. Right? <laughs> Everybody. Turn off your phone. Honestly. Turn off your phone. Watch your favorite movies. Get yourself some yeah. chocolate. I'm going to plan oh, it. Honestly. I'm going to plan it, you yeah. know. I'm going to, like, start my day with a bit of movement. Work, do my favorite workout. So put my favorite playlist on. I'm going to have my favorite coffee. I'm going to have my favorite breakfast. I'm going to have a bath, pamper myself to shit. Then I'm going to watch my favorite films all day. I'm going to treat myself to sushi. I'm going to order some sushi. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go all out. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to give myself. Yeah. (laughs) You are. (laughs) I said, fuck a Sunday roast. It's sushi all day. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. There's this place that we like basically where I live at the moment, the takeaways are fucking wank. Well, they're not fucking wank. They're basically like 
you can just get your generic takeaways in terms of like there's a chippy there's an indian there's yeah. the chinese and stuff which they are good but then you can't get like the the really cool delivery options do you know what i mean like we have delivery but there's not great stuff on it like there's not wagamamas yeah. or anything like that there's basically like a rip-off wagamamas that also does sushi and we ordered from there mm-hmm. once and i mean it wasn't like the food that you'd get from wagamamas that i ordered from them that you know kind of like the um like the katsus and like things like that the noodles and the rice yeah, 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 yeah. it was shite <laughs> like, oh. it was really bad um but the sushi was great because you know the sushi just kind of comes in those plastic you know like packets and things like that yeah. I don't think like you yeah, know yeah. I don't think they had to make it or anything so I was literally like if I was going to order again then I'd just order loads of sushi so I think that's yeah. what I'm going to do that's what I'm going to do treat yourself but yeah treat yourself Ooh. so yeah on this topic we need to discuss because this came up and we talked about it on our Instagram story but I definitely definitely want to talk about this further on the podcast Mm-hmm. Is the scandal that happened? I'm going to say scandal. This should not be a scandal, oh, no, but the media turned it into a scandal that happened probably about a week and a half, two weeks ago now. All around, the lovely girl named Zoe Thug, who uh, owns the brand Zoella. Mm-hmm. So I switched on my phone, whatever day this was, and suddenly started seeing all of this happening on. I did because I don't read the news. I'm sure I don't know whether you do as well. Just don't read the news. No. But I suddenly started seeing all these women posting on Instagram, where I get most of my news sources from, mm-hmm. about oh, Zoella's taken off the school exam board because she has uh, reviewed sex toys, and I was like, okay. <laughs> What's going on here? Mm-hmm. And so for any of you that haven't seen this, if you've been hiding under a rug for the past couple of weeks, it's basically that Zoe Thug, who is, owns the brand name Zoella, who I'm sure a lot of people will know from YouTube, had basically got a web, her website is now called Zoella. And on this website, it wasn't even her that had written the review, mm-hmm. not that that matters at all, but had written like the best five, sex toys for women that are going to rock your world and the amount of backlash she got thankfully only from the media because all the women came championing to her oh side. yeah all the like female but, empowerment influencers were on yeah. that shit they were literally like what the fuck is this and it was so great that that happened and so great that we're living in a world at the moment that women have come to bat for this woman but also so terrible that to begin with, it even was a thing. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. The thing as well, which no. was funny, is she didn't even know she was on this exam board. Yeah. Um, and they, yeah. they felt the need to send her an email being like, we've taken you off it because of what you've yeah. posted on your blog or whatever. And she was literally yeah. like, well, I didn't know I was on it for one, but also what a shit reason to take someone off something. Do you know what I mean? Because we actually talked about female pleasure and she's like a 30 year old woman her audience yeah. is like you know it's teenage to like you know 30 year olds and everything she's got like quite you know an older sort of well not old in terms of like you know it's still teens and everything but it's not like it's not girls that don't need to know this shit do you know what i mean it's not inappropriate yeah. her audience yeah. isn't it's not an inappropriate audience and neither is high school kids like high school kids well, should be knowing this shit so that's the thing, because she was on, it, they were basically studying her website as a business model for GCSE students. Now, GCSE students are, correct me if I'm wrong, 15, 16? Yeah. And let's face it, you've I all, mean, like, you know, by that age, most kids have, like, done stuff. Do you know what I mean? Whether oh, they've had sex 100%. or they've, you know, or they've, you know, had boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever, like, stuff's happened. So a sex toy review coming up isn't going to be like, shock, we've never seen a sex toy before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you can legally in this country, and I know that doesn't stop people, it's got nothing to do with masturbation and self-pleasure, but you can legally have sex at 16. Mm -hmm. But you can't buy a sex toy in this country until you're 18. No. Now, what does that say? Yeah. Legally. I mean, I know that's probably, yeah. So actually, is it it inappropriate for 15, 16-year-olds to be learning about female self-pleasure when the legal age to have sex is 16 
you know, I mean, like we said before, I my earliest memories of like sort of starting to think and realize and kind of understand sex a bit better were probably from like 11, 12 years old. Oh, yeah. And not that you're necessarily, maybe not everyone's going to be having, you know, masturbating at that age. I mean, I'm sure boys do it a lot younger than girls, mm-hmm. maybe not. But you have some idea from that young of an age. And now I don't think we should maybe necessarily be promoting, oh, buying sex toys to that age group. But it's GCSE students. They're 15 oh, and yeah. 16. They fully know how people have sex. And I yeah. just, oh. <laughs> well, this is what's wrong. We have people in this country getting pregnant at 15 and 16. Yeah. But this is what's wrong with the, the school system as well. Because I don't know about yeah. you, but... I didn't get taught about female pleasure when it came to sex. I got taught that the penis went inside the vagina. Didn't get taught about like gay sex or anything like that either. It was just the heterosexual sex. And Mm -hmm. it was literally just like, this is what happens. The guy like comes, climaxes, and that's how a baby's made. And that there was nothing on pleasure or like, not even that much on consent either do you know what I mean um it's a bit fucked and especially like I didn't know that I didn't know that you couldn't buy a sex toy until you're 18 because that for me is a little bit like so you're I don't know It, it makes me think that so your first sexual experience seems like it's pushing it more to being with somebody rather than exploring yourself first and yeah, I think that's probably the way a lot of us went. We probably experienced sex with another person before we actually explored it with ourselves. Because that yeah. was the way and for me. You can, you can buy condoms that are sensitive for him or sensitive for this or doesn't feel like anything for him mm-hmm. from that age. But you can't buy something that might help the girl get more pleasure really? until she's 18. So it's like, I don't understand it. it. It comes back to that quite misogynistic way of looking at sex. That sex yeah, is, purely is, for the is man. always taught as pleasurable for the man and yeah. what you have to do for the man to finish, for the man to orgasm. Yeah. I don't know. We can't talk really from experience about what sex ed is like in school these days. Yeah. But I can't imagine it's great. Yeah, I mean, well, well coming, from, coming from that article, <laughs> then it's not great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they're literally no. like, you know, furious or outraged that, sex toys appeared on this website or whatever it's literally just like I don't know it's not like looking at porn is it like I don't understand in a way like if you know I mean definitely in high school like kids have watched porn do you know what I mean mostly Mm -hmm. but like I'd understand if they you know just teaching a you know an IT lesson or whatever and like the website that they decided to display just had some people fucking on it I'd understand then if you thought let's let's not teach that but if you're literally just showing sex toys and talking about female pleasure it's not it's not like a I don't know it's just uh, oh I don't know for me I just think it's all a bit fucked yeah I just, and it's interesting, and I think the thing is, is we forget, like you said before, and not necessarily we, but as the media, they see women, and it's this very thing of like sexualized versus being sexual. Yeah. And Zoe Thug, like you said, is a 30 year old woman, mm-hmm. you know, and her audience, yes, she will, like you said, have younger viewers, but she also has women her age that mm-hmm. will. We, like look at this website and actually she said in her statement or one of the things that she put out there if any of these people had actually done research if you look at the topic on her website this is not the first time that they've talked about female sexual health mm-hmm. they talk about endometriosis they talk about more health side of stuff but they also talk about female pleasure and things that you know affect women yeah. because they are a team of women writers aged 25 to 30. Mm-hmm. And who gets to gatekeep what women are allowed to share? Yeah. Surely every woman should be just allowed to share what they feel comfortable sharing. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't buy my first sex toy, like my first vibrator. I bought in my 20s. And I'd mm-hmm. been fooling around with guys from like probably about nine. 
no, no, it was older than that. No, it was younger than that. Sorry. Probably about like 16. I'd probably been messing around with guys and everything and having like, I mean, I lost my virginity at 19, which is quite like old for a lot of people. Like I fooled around when I was like 16 and whatever, but then I actually Mm -hmm. had sex at 19. But for me, I think I, looking back, I'm like, you had a lot of shit sex in those years before you actually knew because I would never come and I just thought I did thought that was normal and like Mm -hmm. this is the thing I don't know it's only when I started to get older and I got into a relationship where it was quite a healthy relationship that we actually you know it became it came down that it was my pleasure as well that was needed do you know what I mean but I've been in a lot of sexual relationships where it's solely been about the dude and it's like now yeah. no one leaves the bed until I finish as well. <laughs> like oh, that's yeah. literally like my rule. I'm literally like, no, no, no. If you, if you don't make me come, nobody leaves. <laughs> like, yeah. But that's the that's, thing. You know. Yeah. But you look back at ways. it. You look back at it and it's just like, wow, you literally didn't come for yeah. so long. Like, and you were just literally pleasuring all these dudes. Like, yeah, it's bad. But then it, it's because it's what we're made to feel and that's what we're made to feel is normal and Mm -hmm. I think so one of my favorite Instagrammers M Clarkson did a couple of polls when this happened and she asked um women if they could come from penetrative sex and obviously Mm -hmm. you can't see who votes but you can see if you vote on the polls uh what the results are and 78 percent of women said they can't just come yeah from sex I can't come Which from penetrative sex. I have sex. always felt like I was, like, what well, I say always, when I was much younger. So I'm a little bit different to Carly. I lost my virginity very young at 15. But again, I probably, I don't think I probably bought my first sex toy till I was 18, 19. Yeah. So that's a good few years mm-hmm. having sex, not, not enjoying it, feeling like it's all just for the man. I used to fake it all the time yeah. because I kind of just felt like, oh, there's something wrong with me. And it's I just sad, got to do this like, really performative, oh, yeah. performative sex that I'm not actually enjoying that much. Yeah. But you're it's really sad, isn't it? trying to show off it? for the men that you like. Yeah. And it is sad, but I think it's not our fault. No, it's and definitely I kind not. Of, sometimes I look back and I kind of go, oh, why did I do, like, why did I fake yeah. it all those years? Why didn't I have the confidence to say, oh, I, you know, actually this, this isn't working. Can you try this? And it's because I wasn't confident. Because yeah. we've never been taught as women to confidently ask for what we want. Well, we did get a question or on our Instagram about this. Want. Yeah, we did get a yeah. question on Instagram about this. Somebody asked us, um, basically, how do you open up about what feels good for you and your partner? No, what feels good for mm-hmm. you to your partner when you feel shy? Yeah. And for me, like, I would say like obviously it, t- it does take you a while to mm-hmm. well I mean it doesn't it doesn't it depends what sort of person you are and what sort of person they are but I always think communication yeah. is key when it comes to sex and mm-hmm. if you're like worried about seeming like I don't know I don't even know what the type of word is if you're worried it's unsexy to like say do this or do that or whatever I mean in my experience Dudes have really liked it when I've been like, put it there, do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm literally just bossy because I'm like, I know what's going to get me off now. Like I know my body really well and I'm lit- I'll am i just mm. literally tell them. And like, uh, if your partner is like, you know, super into you, which I'm assuming they are, if, if you know, they normally in a healthy sexual relationship, you do want to pleasure each other and they want to make yeah. you happy. So if what they're doing isn't going to get you there do just tell them just say do this can you try that and then maybe like have yeah. a conversation as well when you're not in the moment too and just like I know if you're shy it can be awkward but I feel like these conversations are really fun if you do it in the right way and just have a really open discussion about like so I want to try this would you be up for it and so you know it's just like experiment with each other a bit I know it can be daunting but honestly just just push through that like first boundary and do it and see how it feels yeah yeah I would totally agree I think I have been both ends of the spectrum now and it's very easy to say like oh it comes with age and confidence like 
I'm in a long-term relationship now where I wouldn't have any qualms. And from, from pretty quickly on in that relationship to be sort of open in communication with those kind of things. Yeah. But I do understand that, you know, sometimes it can feel a bit weird. And like you said, I think the, the first baby step is in the moment. And yeah. if you don't want to just be like, do this, do that. Like, if you want to do it in a more gentle way, like you can always be like, oh, that feels really good. But can yeah. you do it quicker? Or can you do it like, you know, like almost give them a compliment, but then. Yeah, then that's a good way of doing something. it. Yeah, like it's when quite, something feels good. It's a good way you feel shy. Yeah. Yeah, to be like, oh, that feels good. Can you now try doing like this? Yeah. Or can you, you know, lots of positive reinforcement, I think, is always good. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think, especially like you said, like, we think that guys are really confident, but I think a lot of the time that they're like, it's the defensiveness that if they feel like they're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. then they can kind of be like, oh, okay. And they can kind of get a bit funny. So I yeah, think they're a bit of an arsehole. If you really, do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's a really good way of kind of like breaking the subject. If you don't feel like confident really to just kind of say, this is what I want. And this, yeah. or it doesn't feel right in the moment, maybe. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think exactly the same. I know it can feel a bit awkward if you're just sat having a cup of tea and then you can be like, so let's try such and such. Yeah. But, there are definitely ways that you can kind of just like gauge gauge how that conversation is going to go down. Yeah. And just, yeah, I think it's really important though that you are with someone that you feel like you can ask for what you want mm-hmm. and that the, it's not going to be an uncomfortable conversation or it's not yeah. going to be a conversation that gets shut down by the other person, I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely. It's just really good to have that chemistry and you both need to get what you want out of sex it should never feel like you're having sex for the other person it should feel like you're having sex for yourselves together do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like yeah that you both want it and you both want to make each other feel good but you both also want to feel good yourselves and it should be that give and take a little bit do you know what I mean like I want you to feel good I want myself to feel good let's feel good together you know a hundred percent and I think it's really interesting isn't it? because everyone's going to have a different viewpoint on what that is. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you'll find a balance in that with your couple. But some people like a mixture. Some people like very what you would call maybe vanilla sex. Some people are yeah. very much more kinky. And it comes back to that, what we were saying before of like women and everyone really, but specifically women, because that's what we're talking about, mm-hmm. should be able to share as much or as little as they want publicly online obviously in the right places I'm not saying like run down to your local high street and just start screaming about your sex life (laughs) but women should be allowed to share with no judgment however much they want to share it comes back to what we talk about a lot if somebody wants to have an OnlyFans and be very open about their sex life Mm -hmm. great if somebody wants to you know personally for me I don't have any issue with talking about sex but I wouldn't share my personal sex life details mm-hmm. just because that for me is something that is private between me and my partner. Absolutely. But then I wouldn't judge anyone that wants to share more than me. And yeah. I think that's what, what it comes down to. We just have to stop judging other people if they don't have exactly the same viewpoint as us of yeah. what they're comfortable with sharing. And it's down to your partner. It's down to you. It's down to what everyone's comfortable with because you know for example like I've said to Tom before on you know about the podcast I've been like are you happy with me to discuss like actual scenarios that we've had or like we actually Mm -hmm. talk about our sex life on the podcast and he was just like yeah fuck it go for it and if he'd have said to me like "Mm, I'm not really sure I want you to like mention my name or talk about it in like you know that sort of sense Detail, whatever. Yeah. like mm-hmm. maybe share your experiences but don't say it was me and all those kind of stuff I would have respected that and I would have been like yeah no that's cool because that is a very intimate part of our life and everything but um and again that's just boundaries within your relationship yeah, and, you, boundaries yeah. and respecting each other's boundaries around that subject absolutely yeah but like you know he's comfortable with it and I'm comfortable with it so I'm literally just like yeah <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm so happy to share and I don't feel like yeah. you know for me I don't think talking about sex is a taboo subject I don't feel uncomfortable talking about sex I don't feel embarrassed I I mm-hmm. will talk about sex until the world collapses like (laughs) literally like I love talking about sex I love when you get to a point with your mates do you ever get like a new friend and 
And then you can start talking about sex with them. After a while, you start talking about sex with them. And then it's kind of like, yeah, we've pushed into like close friends. You're like, oh, we're real friends now. We're real friends. We're good friends. Not saying you're not if you don't talk about sex with your mates. But I love when you break that barrier of like, yeah, yeah, this is us. This is us. Yeah. But we did. That was one of the questions that we put up on one of our Instagram polls. And I actually was surprised but happily surprised I mean it's it's not huge difference but it said do we've asked do you find it uncomfortable to talk about sex or your wants and needs with your partner or with your friends and 61% said no so I mean mm-hmm. that still is 39% of people that feel a bit uncomfortable mm-hmm. in our inner circle so that's you honey let's do some work on that <laughs> but if you know it's it's good that the majority of people don't feel uncomfortable. And this isn't saying like talking about it publicly again, and that's very, you know, 50-50 with some people really comfortable, some people not. But with the people that you're closest to, because I think it is important to be able to be like, is this normal? Is Mm -hmm. that normal? And again, normal is different for everyone, but to be able to have some close people, to be able to kind of, you know, talk through things Mm -hmm. if you're not sure, I think that's really important. Yeah. So I was really glad that 61% of you said that you weren't uncomfortable with that. Yeah. It's really funny, isn't it? Because sometimes you might think like what you like in the bedroom might be a bit weird or different. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. is it all right if I'm like that? And then I feel like when you have conversations with your friend, you're like, oh yeah, I do that. Or I've done that. Or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, right. Okay. And it just kind of gives you that like, ah, oh. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Every weird quirky kinky thing that you have done that you're a bit like oh god was that too much yeah if I weird somebody else has done it yeah yeah somebody else has done that yeah absolutely (laughs) absolutely it's so true what were the other questions so one of the other so one of the other polls so the first one that we put up was have you ever felt ashamed about self-pleasure or masturbation and this was quite close actually so 52% said yes Mm. but 48% said no yeah it makes me sad though that that's like literally a 50-50 split. I would really like it to be like 90% said no and you know what I mean? Well, I'd like 100% to be said no. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that comes back to the fact that I think a lot of people that follow us and listen to the podcast are probably our age. Mm-hmm. And I think the sex education is probably still not great as we've discussed. But I think it was even worse yeah, when, when we, we were younger. It, yeah. And I think as the generations go on, I hope that it will be a bit more, you know, female empowerment and female pleasure is spoken about so much more these days yeah, than it ever has there. been. Yeah. That I hope that teenagers and the next generation will, hopefully we can get it to that 90, 100% where women aren't aren't ashamed to, yeah. to talk about it or even do it. It's sad though, because so so much like in high school and everything like that I would hear dudes talking about wanking or going for a wank Mm -hmm. or this that and the other no girl ever mentioned like pleasuring herself like ever you know what I mean like I never heard it in Mm -hmm. high school and I I didn't Mm -hmm. really know like for me I would have probably assumed that was weird or Mm -hmm. dirty or something that girls didn't do do you know what I mean yeah um and yeah yeah, definitely it's Mm. just like I don't know it's just so backwards how why why do dudes talk about it so openly and it's not a taboo thing for them because I can imagine a girl Mm -hmm. turning around like back when we were in school saying like oh yeah like I get myself off too do you know what I mean and I can imagine them being like are you weirdo or like you know what I mean like I can imagine it would be taken Mm -hmm. really badly instead of just being like no I'm just like the rest of you do you know what I mean like we all do it, but yeah. But so this is really interesting because this comes back to and um, shout out to her again. She's fabulous. Emily Clarkson did a lot of um, stories around this subject, and that's one thing that she's and she's written an Instagram post about this before mm. about how she has used the word slut a lot before uh, right. before she kind of came on this journey of female empowerment and actually realised you know how misogynistic. Uh, even as women our thoughts are yeah that like I've definitely called other women sluts in my life so I've definitely I. thought I feel of really another bad about woman it now. as a slut yeah. but you have to, but the thing is, is we we have to talk about it and we have to hold our hands up and say yes we have all done that yeah. and we have all been like oh god she's 
sleeping around what a flag when you wouldn't do it for men but again it's not our fault yeah I don't think it's our fault yes you can feel bad about it but you weren't educated back then it's the misogynistic undertone of everything we've ever been brought up on yeah that a woman a man can sleep around and be a hero and a woman sleeps with three men and is a slut yeah no exactly it's backwards isn't it like Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just really, I really hate slut shaming. Like, I really like, I don't know. It's just, bleh. I feel really sick about it. You know, we yeah. just kind of like, why, why is that the case? Like, why has that ever been a thing? Like, ever been a thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and it, it yeah. does make me feel it's- sad because I, I have, we have, we have curled gal sluts if they've been sleeping around and just enjoying themselves and things like that we have and it's like I wouldn't do that now I'd never do that now but it is like you know we I just hope that but it comes yeah it comes back to that thing of just it and again I don't want this to just become a man-hating podcast no no no, we have to talk about we have to talk about female issues and you know one of these polls have you ever called or thought of another woman being a slut nearly 80 percent of women say said yes yeah so this is a thing that has ha- it, it has happened and i don't think it happens so much anymore i think it still does definitely but yeah. not as much yeah but it comes back another one of my one of my favorite instagrammers shared a poem the other day called i'm not like other girls and that was such a like thing when we were young to be like, oh, I'm not like other girls. I'm uh, not, yeah. you know, to just kind of be like, oh, I'm cool. Like, I'm not like other girls. Girls are so windy. Even as females, we were taught to not want to be like other females. Like, yeah. oh, no, I'm not like a girl. I'm we, cool. Yeah. And it was this amazing poem that was like, no, I am like other girls. Like, I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm fierce. And mm-hmm. It's always been a negative connotation to be like a woman or to be like a girl. Yeah. And I think that, that's a big issue still. Yeah. We'd be kind of be like, oh, girls are so bitchy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like other girls. I'd rather hang out with the guys because girls are so like this and girls are so like that. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, we're not. Some girls are like that. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like what we'd say to show off to dudes, wouldn't it? Be like, yeah, I'm yeah. not like them. And it's like, mm. But then we're helping to we're helping to add to that negative image of women. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's crazy when you think about it, really. Yeah, and it's just like we should be taking all of those great things, you know. Well, we should have been back in the day taking those great things that girls are, and been like, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I am proud to be a woman and a female, and I am like other girls. Like I'm like these girls. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It'll come. I think it is, it's easy to look back in hindsight and be like, and I think as you grow with age and confidence, you kind of realise the downfalls of, of things that have happened in our teenage years. But I think it's really interesting to finish on the polls, at least, on these two um, results. Mm. So women only, do you masturbate? 88% said yes. So big majority. Just getting there. I mean, I find that... I find that interesting that that's not 100%. But then I also know that some people might be asexual. They might not be that yeah. sexually inclined. Yeah. So, you know, that's a win. Mm-hmm. And women only, do you own a sex toy? 67%. Yeah. So, hmm. interesting. 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 Yeah. I actually don't. Don't you? No. Really? I feel like, and this is why, and I actually, I actually wrote in a message to this girl when she did these a couple of polls were from our Instagram stories, a couple of polls were from Emily Clarkson's. And I actually wrote in because she said, if you don't, why don't you? And I think it's a really interesting concept that I want to just touch on really briefly because I don't want it to kind of shame sex toys in a way. I don't want it to put anyone off because I think they're brilliant. Yeah. But for me, I think I started my sexual journey quite young. Mm -hmm. You know, I lost my virginity at 15 and, I probably bought, bought my first sex toy at 18 and no, I don't want to say I'm sexed out. That's definitely not the right thing, but I definitely desensitized myself to my own pleasure. Okay. It was kind of like, I got to the point where I kind of had a few years where it was like all about the men and I'd never, I'd always been faking my orgasms and you know, it was so much about not knowing what I liked. 
And then I think I kind of hit a wall in my like early 20s where I was being quite sexually explorative with like my partners. And I had, I bought loads of sex toys and watched lots of porn. And I almost feel like I desensitized myself to what actually felt really good. I could kind of mm. feel myself pulling, like not really feeling in the moment. It yeah. was all about the like chasing the high. Mm-hmm. And so actually at the moment, I don't. But that's not because I don't like them. It's not because I don't think they're great. I just don't at the moment in my life feel the need for one. Right, I see. But I just thought that was a really interesting concept. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that you can kind of go in highs and like dips and highs. It's a bit like what we talk about with like the sex accelerator and the break. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have that with my own sexual pleasure and with sex toys and whatever. That like sometimes I might have a thing and be like, oh yeah, I'm really into them. Like, oh, I'll probably in a year or so buy some more and be like, yeah, like that's how I'm feeling in my sex life and I want to try more and be a bit more explorative. But yeah. At the moment, I'm just happy just with my part, you know. Yeah. So I think it's it's interesting that it doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't have to be that you like them or you don't like them. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes you might use them. Sometimes they might get put back in the drawer for a year or two, you know. And I think that's just natural. That's just healthy. Yeah. And it's completely personal preference whether, like, you masturbate and you have sex or you just have sex or you just masturbate yeah, very true. or like do you mm-hmm. know or you don't do any of it at all like it's absolutely fine isn't it it's just literally down to you and your body I have found recently that you know my sex break's been on for quite a while and I think a lot mm-hmm. of that is down to being in lockdown and not feeling sexy within myself and not that I have to okay. pe- feel sexy for my partner like but mm-hmm. I feel like you know when you're just not in tune with your sexuality as much like I just yeah I don't know like nothing was making me feel sexy I wasn't going out and dancing I wasn't going out and and working and being like yeah girl boss bitch (laughs) I wasn't like (laughs) I don't know I I just feel like I've been so stressed over this lockdown and so anxious and so upset that that's why my sex break is on and it took me a really long time to realize it but I've just been like Mm -hmm. nothing's been making me feel sexy and what I did do today and I was like this is what makes me feel sexy is I did a strength workout to Ariana Grande right just gonna say her documentary on Netflix is fantastic it's not much of a documentary in terms of it's mostly watching the show and a few behind the scenes Mm -hmm. clips but I loved it like honestly go watch okay Um, I'm definitely gonna watch that but so yeah I did like a strength workout Ariana and like had a little dance party to myself afterwards and I was like this is what makes me feel sexy and happy and like it doesn't have to do at all with another person but that's what kind Mm -hmm. of gets me going a little bit and I was like that's that's why my sex break has been on I've not been able to go to the gym I've not been able to see my friends or float around in feathers or anything like that so yeah Yeah. if you if your sex break is on and you're like worried about it I'd say maybe try doing some stuff for yourself do you know what I mean mm -hmm. that doesn't have anything to do with your partner because for me I was like well, maybe it's, you know, I think some of it is my partner at the moment, <laughs> not blaming him, but a lot of it is, it is to do with our situation at the moment, which is why it's mm-hmm. been on. But then also it might just have to do with that. You're just, nothing's making you feel sexy right now. So you're not feeling sexy in the bedroom, you know? You know? So true. And it's so funny because as soon as you said that, I was going to say to you, oh, you need to, tr- you need to do some dancing because mm. I haven't felt as sexy as I felt in these past couple of weeks for the longest time yeah and that's not even a body confidence thing it's just there's something and again it's completely different I'm sure it is but I think as women moving your body in that kind of way not everyone's gonna love it Mm -hmm. but I just find it so freeing yeah and this (sighs) dance workout that I've been doing because it's all like salsa samba like all the zumba classes that I try and find are all that kind of latin-y really sexy dancing I feel so good afterwards, not only endorphins, but just like I feel sexy. Like I've been shaking my hips, I've been mm-hmm. shaking my booty. I'm probably not doing it great. Yeah. But nobody else is watching. I'm in my room. I've got the music on. And it's like my biggest thing at the moment that I would say to anyone. I mean, we say it all the time, like have a dance band in your knickers, but like actually do some sort of like 
zumbery like latiny salsa you yeah. don't have to be good at it but no. that kind of music and like that way of moving your body yeah I've never felt so sexy in myself as I have these past couple of weeks probably since we were dancing because like you say I think that gives you another level of confidence when you're in these really fun outfits really sexy outfits and you're moving your body yeah for me there's just nothing that tops that no I have to shout out Kitty as well so Kitty was oh yeah one of our first um guests well I think she was our first guest on the podcast if you want to mm-hmm. scroll back to her episode but she I've done her classes and my God, you feel sexy as fuck. Um, And the choreography is not massively hard or anything like that. And I'm talking about like her floor work classes. So she does like, Mm -hmm. it's basically rolling around on the floor in a real sexy way. So the choreo isn't like massively difficult. Um, It's just looks fucking great and you feel really good doing it and just like literally dry humping the floor like slamming yourself down like banging your heels on the floor and shit like that like it feels fantastic and you look amazing doing it so like she has an online platform where she teaches online so if you like are interested in you know you know like we just say just have a free dance around and it feels really good but if you want to learn a little bit as well and follow somebody she's a real good one to go look at this Valentine's Day, babe, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Sign yourself up to a kitty class. Sign yourself up to a kitty class. Get there yourself you your favourite food in. Watch your favourite films. Like, have a little wag. And have a wag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are on the same page. <laughs> so good. Fantastic. Trees, I was going to say to you before when you were saying you don't have sex toys, like, you don't need to. All you need is shower head, babe. If you ever get the urge, you know what I mean? <laughs> But I think that's the thing. And the thing is, is you do not, I'm not advocating against sex because I think they're brilliant, but also you don't. You have fingers, you have yeah. whatever it is that makes you feel good. A lot of people say to Great. do that, but do that anyway, like use your hands and use other things rather than just like vibrating things because... Well, that's where I, where I mean, that's what I mean in terms of like getting desensitized. Yeah. But I think also you need to learn how to, if that's your thing, you need to learn how, like, what you actually like yeah. without a buzzing, vibrating plastic mm-hmm. thing. Because, yeah. you know, you need to also be able to tell your partner what you like. Yeah. And if you don't know what you like from doing it yourself, how are you going to tell them? No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, I think we That's- should end it there. <laughs> I know. For this what, week. Uh, what a great... I what? knew we would have a lot to talk about. I know. <laughs> I know. But, yes. So oh, well... I hope you all enjoy Happy Valentine's your Valentine's Day, Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We're all thinking of you. And yeah, as always, hit us up. We are the Mind Body Bitches on Instagram or we are hello at the mindbodybitches.com if you That's want up. to come and drop us an email. But yeah, amazing. all the love, my friends. And we shall hopefully see you again next week if, you know, Emily doesn't yeah. have any more Wi-Fi drums. <laughs> <laughs> all the love. See you next week, guys. Love you. Bye. I got time for soul, I'm my true collective ball Famous, so famous, number one, this I ball Out of what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, how I want I got time for soul, I'm my true collective ball Famous, so famous, number one, this I ball Out of what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, that's how I roll I got change and throw, I don't care, I got no gold Flipping incredible Always on the show so they know that I still got it And I never feel sorry yet yeah, top of the world